Welcome to the weekly weigh-in TNFL edition. What? Is that too difficult? No, it's just a lot to put on my plate to be doing this. And I... <laughs> a there's a lot going on with this. Yeah, you were the one that was adamant that we use TNFL to record. That's why we got rid of the other channel where I was handling stop, it. All. Stop! Stop putting this shit on me. You were the one that was adamant. I fucking hate when you do that shit. Shut you up. You were. <laughs> we just don't need multiple different discords to do this. I, uh, Christ, whatever. Well, the point of the weekly weigh-in one is that we could control who is in there, and I was like moderating all of this port, this stuff. Like, um, but it's fine. So, welcome everybody. This is the TNFL edition of the weekly weigh-in. I think we're uh, this is the week three episode, but also our first weekly episode because we missed last week. Um, it's Thursday night. It is fourth quarter of the Panthers game, and it looks like Sam Darnold is probably going to score again. Uh, it's fourth and one from what I see. So oh. they're all 14 to six right now. Yeah. My stream's a little behind cause I'm using this Uzu program. Oh, nope. It's fourth and one on my screen too. Okay. Um, Perfect. yeah. Okay. Well, what do you want to talk about first? Um, standings? yeah, we can hit on standings. I like that. All right. So we are two weeks into the season and through the first two weeks, uh, there is three undefeated teams. It's the three teams that came into the draft locked and loaded. Steve, Johnny, and Dom here, all at 2-0. and um, Steve is absolutely crushing at points four right now. He's at 360. He's coming off a week where, goddamn, did he flirt with 200 last week, I think, John? He was over. Yeah, he was over, he was 200. over 200? Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Steve is crushing it like we all kind of thought he would be. Um, the only problem for Steven is his horse, Christian McCaffrey just pulled out of this game with a hammy. Um, and did, I mean, obviously it's not good when it happens in the second quarter and you're immediately ruled out for the game. So who knows if this is a lingering in, uh, issue for, for CMC, but um, it's the first chink in the armor for for Steve. Only four running backs on his team. Daryl Henderson's one of the other ones. He's also uh, out this week with a rib injury, from what I understand. So um, he's really in some trouble here at running back. Yeah, I mean, he's got some guys on his bench. Um, I mean, and he's still got Derrick Henry to fill in as that number one role. So unfortunately for everyone else in the league, he's going to lose the number one running back PPR wise and still have a solid running back core, but it definitely does knock him down closer to probably the level that like me and Dom are at at this point. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Johnny, uh, again, you're at 2-0, 293 points for you. Um, what have you noticed so far with your team? Um, my, my running backs have been my weak spot. That being said, I, I did, uh, have a, a cheeky little pickup of, um, Elijah Mitchell right before the week one game started on that Sunday. And that that's worked out for me, but, um, okay. I'm liking my team so far for sure. Yeah, yeah. Looking at your running backs, um, yeah, nobody really pops off, and you're you're dealing with a Josh Jacobs injury, um, but uh, you, you know you've got a lot of snaps in Najee Harris. I think he'll come on strong and should have enough here for a RB two, RB three uh, until Josh Jacobs is healthy. So 
And they've, um, they've definitely benefited from circumstance. I mean, Latavius Murray going to Baltimore and getting work, and then Devin Singletary kind of looks like he's taken that lead role with Zach Moss uh, struggling early this year. So that definitely helps. Yep, for sure. All right, and then just looking at Dom's team super quick. Um, Dom, 267 points, so about 30 behind you. Um he really hasn't gotten that that huge week from Josh Allen yet. Delvin Cook was a little dinged up, and it kind of, um, uh, I, I think, capped his uh, what he could have done in the game last week, uh, where it looked like he would just run forever and ever. Um, David Montgomery looks pretty good for him. And then at wide receiver, Adam Thielen has been hot. Marquise Brown with a sneaky 42 points. Um, I, I think that's the big thing for all three of you guys is just the depth at wide receiver in a PPR league is pretty, pretty vast. So I'm looking at Dom's team here. His, his, I think fifth best scoring wide receiver is AJ Brown. So that tells you how deep that, that, um, wide receiver group is for him. Um, well, if there's three, two and O teams, that means there's three O and two teams, um, and bottom of the barrel for sure. Steny at O and two, Rude at O and two, and AO at O and two. Um, AO, the lowest scoring team in the league right now at 190, uh, points. He makes a trade with you, which we'll get into here to kind of shore up his, his wide receiver depth. Um, but he's, he's struggling right now. He's got Tom Brady, who is, um, just killing it so far, but some huge issues at RB2 uh, where he's relying on Miles Sanders, who just doesn't look like um, doesn't look like any more than just like a flex running back, like a, just a middling upside kind of running back. And then uh, no wide receivers all over 30 points right now. So um, his team is, you know, is, is hurting for sure. Also looking at his team, I mean, they're not, not a ton of studs on here, but he does have four players on IR again, who, um, if you remember his season last year, he makes it to the finals with basically the entire NFL on his IR. It was, it was gruesome, uh, for him. So it looks like that, uh, that trend is continuing into 2021 for AO. So I'm trying to mute myself in between coughs. I've been sick for like a week. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, man. That uh, that's okay. That's okay. Um, yeah, so uh, half the league that one and one right now, not a lot of separation. Um, I'm trying to see if I noticed anything crazy here, but I, you know, I really didn't. Um, Jeff, you know, Jeff's got a, a good squad, obviously, he's sitting at 290 points scored, which puts him up in second or third uh, total points for the league. Um, he's really benefited from someone named Kyler Murray, who was dropped this week. He's, he's on Jeff's roster. I, I didn't think they were. <laughs> Let's, we're going to have to talk about it. Um, so why don't, why don't you just lay out the story for the league here? Yeah, and I I got into it late. I didn't even realize it happened once the waivers processed. But uh, obviously Jeff fucked up, and he uh, when he was doing his blind bid waiver requests, he put Kyler Murray as a drop for Tennessee's defense or something like that. And he obviously it was a mistake. It's 
uh, he's the number one scoring quarterback so far this year. So pretty silly. And then AO picked him up immediately, and it was noticed by Jeff, and Jeff got a hold of you, and you fixed the mistake, the the very glaring mistake, and uh, the uh, the shit was on mostly between you, Bop, and Kubi, um, just kind of whether they really were uh, felt as strongly as they did, or they were just trying to troll. It was kind of an all day thing uh, yesterday over discord chat. And, uh, but I mean, we're, Kyler's back on Jeff's team as he should be. Um, and, and all things are good in the world. Yeah. I, I honestly, I don't know if it was just a trolling. <laughs> the more I talked about it, uh, and talked to him about it. I don't, I, 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 I'm pretty sure this is the way Bob feels about it, which, uh, yeah, I just, I don't understand, um, the rationale behind basically anything he said. Um, I, I did talk to a buddy, um, uh, who I run a league with and just kind of got his thought about the whole thing just to make sure I was in the, in the right track. And the only thing that he had, which I think we probably will start instituting starting next year is he said, why wasn't Kyler Murray just instantly locked? That's the way most leagues run is that, you know, you drop a player and they're locked. And my only response to that was I always like to keep options open for people. And I, and I think in the past we've had people like purposely pick people up um, and then drop them just so they're locked before a game. So like if you run into a situation where your opponent really doesn't have any quarterback options, um, let's say they had Tyrod Taylor, you go out, pick up Davis, uh, David Mills, and then drop him again, just so he's locked. So that guy can't pick up a quarterback for the week. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm always I, I in my, in my head, tried to get around. Um, but probably locking players, you know, for 24 hours or, or whatever, um, is probably the way to go. Moving well, forward. The, my yeah. only thought is, is that just that, ad, that creates another, another blind bidding waiver process. Um, so we're going to, we're going to plow through blind bid dollars a little quicker if we go to something like that. But um, I I get, I mean, it definitely would fix uh, mistakes like this uh, for sure. We'd be able to catch them a lot sooner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the last thing I'll say about this, because again, I, I wanted to bring it up because it was such a hot button topic for the week, but if you're worried about um, uh, just the competitiveness of the league, you cannot allow someone to drop the QB1 accident or otherwise uh, in a league like this. You, you just can't. Uh, we go through six weeks and uh, Jeff is out of the running completely and makes a little side deal with AO. Hey, at two o'clock in the morning, I'm gonna drop Kyler Murray. You pick him up, and we'll just pretend it was an accident. You got to have some way to defend that. That yeah. that can't happen. So, um, it, it's just it's all silliness. And the biggest thing is it's a mistake. It's just it's very clearly a mistake. Why why the fuck wouldn't you honor that and reverse it? So, I'm not um, I'm not surprised that Bob felt the way he did. I was surprised that Ao felt the way that he did. Um, like I, I felt like AO out of most people, like would have been a little bit more understanding about it. Cause he kind of was like, what the fuck? Why is he not on my team anymore? Um, 
So I was a little surprised by that. Uh, Bob has some very strong opinions on things, and it's probably not uh, much of a secret, but he, he can be a dick. Uh, and so I'm not super surprised uh, at how, um, how cutthroat he was with the idea of it. But um, I don't know. I think, in my opinion, the correct decision was made. Yeah, I, I I agree with you there, sir. So, um, all right, let's talk about some um some waivers for the week. Uh, the waivers ran yesterday at noon. Um, biggest pickup of the week was Keegan dropping Jake Funk for Corderell Patterson. Uh, $27 there. Interesting tidbit with Corderell Patterson. He's listed as a wide receiver in NFL probably other fantasy sites as well, but he's really operating as a running back kind of scat back for Atlanta. Um, I, you know, his value kind of takes a hit under that designation, but if MFL update him as a running back, that could be a really sneaky, interesting pickup. So I, I like that a lot for him. I mean, Atlanta's probably going to be terrible this year. Um, could get in a lot of shootouts, desperation, trying to play catch up and stuff where, um, boy, he, he could really be dangerous as like a little scat back or third down back, um, with how big and, and, and quick he is in the open field. So I definitely like that pickup. Um, AO spends 15 bucks on Jacques Patrick, who is, I honestly don't know too much about this guy, uh, other than he's the guy that AO dropped to pick up, uh, Kyler Murray. Um, but he's another name in San Francisco and they just churn out running backs. Uh, so, um, should be worth a little something, but, uh, do you know anything about Jacques Patrick at all? No, outside of the drama from yesterday, that's, I'd never heard that name before. Okay. Cool name. Very cool. Very, very. I, I couldn't pull off Jacques. Uh, I think he I could. can barely pull off Matt, to be honest. <laughs> um, uh, just for uh, for info's sake, uh, ESPN and NFL Fantasy both have Cordero Patterson listed as a running back. Um, they do. So obviously, just a different designation here, and I'm sure it'll change here at some point. But yeah. yeah. Uh, interesting. I, I, um, I bet you I could do some searching on the MFL forums and see if that's in the works for upcoming weeks. But, uh, yeah, that's, um, he's kind of just a guy at wide receiver, right? But until you turn him into a running back with all the injuries we're already dealing with quarter or, um, CMC goes down tonight, you know, the, obviously everybody knows the running back group, uh, is the most injury prone in the league. So, um, just getting another name there for, you know, a quarter of his budget. It's not nothing, but um, I like that pickup for sure. Uh, speaking of Keegan, he also picks up a third down running back in JD McKissick, $13, dropping New England Patriot rookie Ramondi Stevenson. Um, AO picks up Quintez Cephas for 12 bucks, drops Alex Collins. Cephas already on the move to you in a trade that happened this afternoon. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, Rude picks up Daniel Jones for eight bucks, dropping Boston Scott. Um, AO throws seven bucks at the Bears D. Uh, Neil throws four bucks at Derek Carr, who's looked very, very good so far this year. Um, Kubi, three bucks at Trenton Cannon. He's another 49ers running back. Uh, Jeff, two bucks at Rashad Penny. 
uh, a buck at the Titans defense and a free pickup at the Cardinals defense. So he must be playing something for the long haul there. And then Neil also two bucks for the Panthers defense right here, which um, Panthers defense looked good tonight against the rookie Davis Mills, but they have allowed nine points already. So um, the, probably not totally the, uh, the defensive output he was looking for uh, Mills has played it pretty safe so far. So not turning the ball over or, doing anything crazy like that. So um, let's talk about that trade that was just made this afternoon. Uh, I actually, I got the breaking news from AO on the sideline of today's Andover freshman a game. Um, why don't you, why don't you take it away, John? So he was, he was shooting me trades while on the sideline then because he sent me a trade earlier in the day and then I was kind of on the fence about it and then I get a text message that said, it just said sent. So I opened my app and there was a second trade in there and then I accepted that. But um, I gave up uh, Cortland Sutton a ninth and a 15th and got Quintez Cephas a fifth and a 13th back. So a four round bump for my ninth and a two round on bump for my 15th um, in exchange for Quintez and, and Cortland. Um, for me, Cortland Sutton was depth. I think he was my fifth or sixth wide receiver on my team. Um, so, and to date, I, Quintez Cephas has played just as well as Cortland has. Um, so, for me, I just it was simply for the picks next year, and I don't even know how much it really upgrades AO's team. It's not like Cortland walks in and is is significantly better than any of the wide receivers he had in his uh, on his team. But what do you think of it? Um, so in real time on the sideline, trying to fucking you know track the the actual game i'm supposed to be working at i looked at the trade and and i got the picks wrong so i thought he he downgraded at wide receiver and then gave up the picks to do so so i was like what the fuck are you doing like i I, like i'm swearing at aaron in front of uh 50 freshmen uh on the sideline but um honestly i like to trade a lot for aaron um you know, you mentioned Cortland Sutton, just kind of a, a, a depth commodity for you. Didn't really do much this year. Um, you know, he's coming off that ACL injury from last year, but he's about a year removed from that at this point. If you, you know, take a week one where he really didn't do anything. Uh, last week, he was he was huge. He, he went for, I believe it was, let's see here, uh, nine grabs, 160 yards. And Teddy Bridgewater looks really good there. Combine that with the fact that Jerry Judy is lost for probably a couple more weeks. Um, I, I think Aaron got a really good piece here. This is a far cry um, from last year's trade for AJ Green, where uh, Aaron, you know, gives up um, a future third to get a piece, but that piece was kind of on the way out. You could kind of see the writing on the wall. Um, he took a gamble and it didn't pay off. This trade is not like that, I don't think at all. I think he got a good young wide receiver a year removed from from injury on a good team. And he's really their their only big target. I know they got Tim Patrick and Noah Fant, and they've got some things there, but um, he's their legit wide receiver for probably about another month at least until Jerry Judy comes back. And even when Judy comes back, you know, obviously something's just not an afterthought. So 
I like what he gave up. Um, obviously, you know, if you felt he was a, was a depth piece, you know, you got some pick bumps for next year. But um, just looking at your time, your team, Amari Cooper, Stephon Diggs, Tyreek Hill. Yeah, you know, you can't start Sutton in front of any of those guys. But um, Michael Pittman and Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, I think Sutton was probably your fourth on the on that team, and I don't think um, Cephas is anywhere near the the kind of player that uh, that Sutton is. So um, an interesting deal for sure, uh, and and I feel like this is the type of deal that when you do have a good team in this league. Um, you don't want to be doing what some teams do where they are continually, I'm really good one year and I have to spend all these picks to do so and it's going to make me shit for the following year and then I'm going to make a bunch of deals at the deadline to be good the following year and just do this back and forth every single year, right? Um, so this is what... This is kind of how you level that off is when you do get the opportunity to have a good team where you've got a lot of depth and obviously you can't bring all of that depth in the future seasons. You kind of find a way to keep, you know, building for that future year in a way. Um, this is the type of trade you got to make. So um, I definitely like it on your behalf. But, uh, you know, Aaron trying to fight this year, trying to get out of the basement where he is right now. Um, this is a great deal for him. So uh, interesting deal all, all the way around. I, I liked it. Yeah, yeah, and part of my rationale was is my, I mean, my wide receivers are my strength. Like you name those top three guys, um, and I'm gonna need help at running back at some point. So when it comes time towards the deadline, when teams are trading and stuff, that fifth is just ammunition to to be making deals for players that upgrade my starting lineup, not my depth, um, without mortgaging next year too much. I mean, I can go and use that fifth for um, for a piece instead of putting a hole in my my draft picks for next year. So yeah, uh, yeah, yep, for sure. Okay. Um, you know, we missed the first two weeks, obviously we're, well, the first week I should say in TNFL. Um, so not really going to do too much looking back so far. It seems a little, um, odd to be doing that. So just very quickly looking at, uh, matchups for the week, uh, a big game here between beer snobs and kid with helmet. Um, Keegan right now is, uh, sitting pretty, um, he had he must have dj Moore because he's up by about 20 right now um who the hell no he's got brandon cooks who scored robbie anderson yeah okay so i can deal with that 20 i suppose who's got dj in this league uh i want to say dom but i'm not 100 percent sure i'll let me look through here quick while you're uh, talking uh, uh, uh. okay so matchups for the week here uh kubi versus herm uh kubi again he's lucking out here with that cmc news um so good on you kubi there uh nice and nice and lucky for you um Steny versus Rude, uh, a couple 0-2 teams here, so someone's going to get out of that hole. Um, Steny has seven points right now. Those seven points are from the Panthers' defense. Um, again, uh, Keegan versus Waite, a couple 1-1 one one teams right here. Um, 20 points between two uh, two players, I'm happy with that. Um, Richter has DJ Moore. Richter at one and one. Uh, Richter's playing Bop right now, and again, he's up 20 points. So good on you, Richter. Um, 
probably the game game of the week so far is going to be uh, Dom two and zero versus Pokey one and one. Nobody's playing tonight for those two, so that'll be fresh going into Sunday. And then, interestingly enough, the first trade of the actual season between Johnny and Ao. You guys are playing each other this week, so uh, he's already got Sutton in his lineup. Um, looking for a revenge game against a very tasty Jets secondary. So that trade could pay instant dividends for AO. So Yeah, that was part of when he texted me earlier, my ration, I was like, I don't know if I really want to trade you somebody on the week I play you. And then he just sweetened a little bit more, so I took it. But that yeah. was de- definitely part of uh, my thinking process. Yeah, good. All right. Um, I don't know how long we've been going, but we're going to be doing these quick. Uh, we've got uh, cutthroat right after this. So anything else you want to say about TNFL before we log wanna, off for the week? Uh, so week one, Matt took the over under. Oh, uh, I don't think week. anyone gives a shit about this anymore, do they? I don't know. Well, you still have to set one for this week. Okay, well, we'll just do that in private. All, all I know is that I don't really care about this uh, this go-round until I get my my just desserts from... That's uh, not my fault that you as a commissioner dropped the ball in setting up our league meeting last year. What? Come on, don't hold that against me. There was a pandemic going on, but yeah, I suppose. Fogo is still open. Yeah, okay. All <laughs> right, let's just, we'll, we can do that on the side. I don't think anyone gives a shit. Okay, sounds good. That's, <laughs> I don't have anything then. That was all I had. All right. Take it easy, fuckers. Have a good week. Thank you.